Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Evan Roberts. Tiki Barber. It's Evan and Tiki on WFAN, The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. That's it? That's all you got, Mother Nature? What the hell was that, four inches? Come on, man. <laughs> I was expecting a foot. I was expecting to have to bury, unbury my car out of a blizzard. And instead, you know what I did? I got in my car. I drove it. I crushed that snow. And I drove in. You and nobody else, Evan. Week 18, <laughs> NFL season. The Saints and the Falcons. Saints are destroying them. Tyron Matthew intercepts a ball, gets caught on the one-yard line, goes down, just kneeling. Jameis Winston turns around and hands it off. It scores a touchdown to run up the score. Arthur Smith gets pissed off. Yes. And you know what I said? You Go say? kiss Good. ass. Exactly. <laughs> Good for you. Stop being soft. Wow. The football's gotten soft. And now all y'all sitting at home, like working from home, virtually learning, doing whatever. You're soft. <laughs> Build that ass first. Exactly. Build that ass first. Bring your ass into the city. Wow. And do your job like me and Evan. Had wow. to get that out of the way. Sorry. Well, I do defend those that are using it as a convenient excuse. Like, I don't blame you. Like, the one thing that was very difficult leaving my kids this morning with snow days is that we played out in the snow for an hour and a half, and I felt bad leaving. But even in playing in the snow this morning, it felt underwhelming. It was a couple of inches. It was soft snow. The shoveling took me like five and a half minutes. But for those that are out there, be careful. Because I don't, you know, we don't want to make light of it. There is snow on the roads. So if you're driving, keep yourself at a normal, normal speed mm-hmm. and get where you have to go in a nice fashion. We will try to entertain you for the next four and a half hours. But here's my other prediction before we get into the sports. That's the last snowstorm of the year. <laughs> that's the last time we're going to see any snow. You can write it down. February 13th, mm. 2024. We are Why done. do you believe that? Because this felt like a warm snow and uh, not like a freezing cold snow? I'll tell you why. Because today, down in South Florida, today in Central Florida, today in Arizona, baseball players are having a catch with each other. And that means it's spring training. (laughs) Baseball season means no snow. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I got it. That's the way my brain works. Like, I'm a big winter guy, but once the spring comes, we're done. We got a lot to get to today. There's a brand new jet giant argument that's been going on in my household, and we will bring it to the radio waves coming up real soon. Some more final thoughts on the Super Bowl. But we need to discuss something that is a big, big problem. 
Today is February 13th. Yesterday, David Stearns met the media. Carlos Mendoza met the media today. Aaron Boone's meeting the media tomorrow. And like I said, Mets and Yankees are having catches on fields down in Florida. And that's really, really exciting. Spring training is here. Baseball's on its way back. And yet, as we sit here on February 13th, the reigning and defending National League Cy Young Award winner is still available. Cody Bellinger, who had a big offensive season last year, is still available. A postseason hero in Jordan Montgomery, who his agent Scott Boris has compared to a modern-day Andy Pettit, is still available. J.D. Martinez, who had a ton of home runs last year and is one of the better right-handed sluggers in all of baseball, is still available. Here's the truth about this sport, the sport that I love. And this impacts us as Met fans and Yankee fans. They have a system that is broken. Because on March 13th, which is exactly one month from today, hmm. the NFL free agency starts. And you know what's going to happen on this radio station and all around water coolers all over the city <laughs> and all over the country? We'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking about that. And within five days, it will be over. It will be five days of hysteria, five days of the Jets added this, the Giants added that, this guy signed here, this guy signed that, and baseball doesn't have it. The baseball offseason had no hysteria, it had no excitement, and now as we're trying to get excited for the start of the year, you've got three to six really good free agents, mm -hmm. Dinky, that are still out there. Well, Tell me this sport isn't broken. Well, I don't know if the sport is broken. I think maybe the process for some of these players because of their agent, mm -hmm. is broken. And I'm obviously talking about Scott Boris. Now, you mentioned Blake Snell. You mentioned Cody Bellinger. You mentioned Jordan Montgomery. I don't know if you mentioned Matt Chapman, but you should have because he's still out there as yes. well. Yes, good call. And you know what the common denominator is? All Scott Boris clients. Now, we've seen this before. Right? With Bryce Harper back in 2019, it took forever for that deal to get done. Forever. It felt like, man, is Bryce Harper going to go this entire offseason and not be on a team next year, it ultimately panned out. He got what he wanted uh, from the Phillies. It was a positive. But you know who else is a Scott Boris client who did the same thing a couple years ago and ended up sitting out the season? Michael Conforto. Mm. This is not a Major League Baseball problem. This might be a big-time agent problem. This is Scott Boris telling Major League Baseball, my guy is worth this. I don't care what all your metrics say and all the detracting things, all the facts that Blake Snell had the worst, uh, one of the worst walk rates in baseball and that he's been inconsistent with his health. He only pitched 180 innings. not like he threw for 230, right? So we know that he was great and he won the Cy Young, but there are some detracting distractors there. Yeah, Scott doesn't listen to it. He, he knows what his number is, and he's getting his number whether we like it or not. And so... Blake Snell and Cody Bellinger and Jordan Montgomery and Matt Chapman, they're still sitting. And they might be sitting for a minute because nobody's caving on that Okay, right so, now. so how the hell do you fix it then? Like, I get Scott Boris is a big problem, but can you at least admit, can everybody out there admit, and I had this conversation on social media about a half hour ago with diehard baseball fans as well, which is, this sucks. Like, let's just accept that initial part. Yeah. This isn't good. Now, I agree with the problem you identified, but here's what we're going to do on the show today, at least for the first you know, couple of minutes. We're going to solve this freaking problem because okay. I'm a problem solver. You're a problem solver. Yes. Understanding that it's an issue is step one. Realizing it's not good for the sport is step one. Realizing who to blame is step two, and yeah. you've done that. We're then going to have to find the solution. But do you agree that sitting here on February 13th, 
with Met fans and Yankee fans trying to get excited for spring training and guys having mm-hmm. a catch in South Florida, that it's not ideal of that you've got a handful of big-time free agents that are still Without out Without a doubt. Now, the only way to, to do it is to finish that and solve it, in my mind, is to close free agency. But you can't do that. Yes, you can. How? I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now because that's part of the Evan Roberts plan. Would Go you ahead. like to hear the Evan Roberts let's, plan? Let's hear it. So here's the Evan Roberts plan. See, Major League Baseball is a great sport, but they do everything wrong. They do everything wrong. And one of the things they're doing wrong that the NBA kicks its ass in, that the NFL kicks its ass in, is making the offseason must-watch, making the offseason undeniable. Like, I'm not joking. A month from today is March 13th. I could tell you what's happening on Evan and Tiki on March 13th. I could tell you what's happening on Boomer and Geo on March 13th with Big Mac, with the Midday Show, with Keith. We are all going to be glued and locked in to the pageantry of NFL free agency. So how do you force that to happen? I'm glad you asked, Tiki. (laughs) We pick a date. Let's say it's November 10th. We make that baseball day. Okay. And from November 10th until December 10th, you've got step one of free agency. You have to sign in that month. And we're going to encourage you to sign. Because, look, I'm a libertarian. You can't force people to do things. You have to encourage people to do things. You have to give them tax breaks to do things. Well, right? I was going to say, the only thing that's going to encourage owners or, I think, even players. You got it. Go, go, go. To, to sign in that little window go that ahead. you're creating yep. is that the pool shrinks when, it, when when that window closes. Well. Right? Where the deal, the deal terms become, I don't know, constrained in some way. That's the only way to do that. Well, here's what I would do. It's a tax-free month. If you sign that contract in a month, the big market teams don't have to worry about the luxury tax because that contract won't be a part of said luxury tax. Now, how does that help Scott Boris? How does that help the players? It helps the players because the Mets and the Yankees, the teams we give a rat's patoot about, will be more likely to spend in that tax-free month. That's a good point. This, this $150 million deal or plus whatever it is that, that, that Blake Snell wants, he'll get because it's not going to be overly punitive well, you've, to whoever's CBT. You've got a better <laughs> chance to make that happen. See, I was having a nice chat on social media with at executive buying. At executive buying seems like a smart guy. He said, Evan, you can't force people to work for a salary they aren't comfortable with. There's not much you can do. You've got to encourage it. And what that yeah, you're does... you're not forcing them. You're just no, encouraging them. I'm not them. forcing anybody. Look, if Blake Snell and Scott Boris don't want to sign in the tax-free month of November 10th to December 10th, fine. Wait till our next window. And you know when the next window begins? It begins on February 1st. <laughs> so you give yourself a break during the offseason because, quite frankly, who wants to be checking social media on Christmas to see if Carlos Correa signed a contract? So you give your fans a break. You realize that's not your time of year. And you try to own a month. You try to make the baseball offseason exciting. Exciting in a month. And you can't force anyone to sign. So if people don't sign, you open up that second window. And that second window would be right around now. Because here's the problem. We're sick of hearing about Blake Snell right. and Yankee fans trying to figure out, hey, are we going to buy Blake Snell? Are we going to be in on Blake Snell? So you almost have to shut it down for a few months. But the end result is excitement. Because that's what this is all about. It's about the fact that baseball is a great sport. But in everything they do, it's broken. So you have to figure out a way. To make it matter, to make it interesting, to not have us in the middle of February saying, well, we're, we're excited for the season, but are yeah. we even done? Like David Stearns yesterday, I listened to his entire press conference and did a breakdown on the Rico. One of the things David Stearns made clear, I give him credit for, is he said, I can't say we're done. I can't say we're done. The offseason isn't over, and it may extend into March. He was mm-hmm. open and honest about that. 
Well, as a baseball fan, with spring training beginning and spring training games beginning in less than two weeks, how weird is that? <laughs> like, wait a second. The offseason isn't done? All right, who are you looking at still? So you're telling me the Mets really may add a bat. You're telling me the Yankees may really add a pitcher. And that's exciting, but it's also not ideal that we're sitting here in the middle of February and having that still be a thing. Yeah. We're not in contract hibernation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. They need to <laughs> fix this. Yeah, well, it's just... It, it makes it non-urgent. Remember yesterday we were talking about how getting the way that the overtime rules are in the playoffs for the NFL, it makes it non-urgent if you haven't already had your possession. You can just move at a leisurely pace. Right. That's what it feels like with Major League Baseball's free agency. You can just move at a leisurely pace. You make decisions, but they don't – or you make you make non-decisions, and they don't matter. Right, you can just keep kicking the can down the road. Keep kicking the can down the road, even if you kind of know where you're going to end up. And I think you know, I mentioned the Bryce Harper situation with the Phillies. It felt like that was going to happen. It was just a just win. It wasn't if it was it was win. Mm-hmm. But with Blake Snell and Cody Bellinger, it's who. It's not even. It's not win. It's who and and what number. And there's so many questions around this particular free agent uh, class. At least he's top end. I mean, these are four of the top ten. Right, that we're talking about are still sitting there. There's no reason that a highly uh, successful, you know, group is still not signed right now. And the reason they're not is because there's no urgency so, on either side. There's no urgency yeah. on the Boris client side, and there's no urgency on the owners team side because they're saying, "Dude, this could this could hurt us." Like if I overpay this guy, it's going to hurt, and he doesn't pan out, it's going to hurt us. So I'm just going to wait until the number comes down. Yeah, you have to make it so that there's no reason to wait. And and so one thing you're hitting on, and here's the reality. I give you a little educated prediction, and a lot of it's based on some of the things you just said. Blake Snell's going to get paid. Like yeah. So for any Yankee fan, and this is certainly a part of it, there are Yankee fans out there, rightfully so, who say, hey, I still want Blake Snell. Not for eight years, though. No, not for eight years, but their thought is his market's going to come down. His price will come down, his years will come down, and we will sign him. Now, the Yankees may sign him because Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner have a change of heart, but they're not going to sign him because his market comes down. And the reason I know that is basically what you just said. The market doesn't come down. No. D- despite Bryce Harper waiting, his market didn't come down. Nope. Manny Machado waiting, his market didn't come down. So you've got to find a way to make it so that there's a reason for players to want to sign earlier. And to give us, the fans, you know, the paying customers, the frenzy we deserve. Yeah, I don't know if it's the it's the players will be incentivized to sign earlier. Yes, they will. I, no, if there's I, no I, tax tiki, they no, have a chance I, to make more money. But I think it's that leans more heavily on the owners, right? The owners and the, and the teams and the capologists, they would more now look at, I really need to get this guy because this is the number that he's at and I can get him tax-free. I absolutely will, because we want them, right? This number is about right, but if we can we can squeeze them for a little bit and let them wait for a little while, because we we know that there's only two or three other teams that are really competing with us at these ridiculously high numbers, let me sign them now. Mm. There's no tax. If we wait, there's a tax. Right. And the number's not coming down. Right. Right. We've established that. So I think more the owner side would say this would benefit us and help us get the guy we want and the guy that our fans want. I think the owners are, are more have more to gain if this if your plan should ever come. Why to fruition. wouldn't the players have to gain knowing that teams it's the same would be, number? No, but teams would be more willing to spend the number you're looking for. Think about it. You yeah, have so to. It is, so it's win win. Yes. Well, that look. I understand that this is complicated. 
I understand that. Is it really? It's not complicated. It is complicated because it's very difficult to force two sides that have different interests to come to the common ground that benefits baseball fans. Look, we have had a terrible offseason in New York. Even the Juan Soto trade, like as exciting as it was, mm-hmm. think about the way it happened. Right, think and it's about, a one-year deal. It was dragged out. It wasn't even a free agent, so it wouldn't be impacted by this. Like, we don't get the frenzy that the NBA and the NFL gets. We don't get it. I'll never forget. I love Keith McPherson. He does a great job on this station. And after the lockout was settled, Keith was on the air saying, this is going to be awesome. We're going to get a free agent frenzy. This is great. And I was with him. I was like, yeah, me too, man. I'm so pumped up. And we never got it. Yeah. And I always keep thinking of Keith's voice saying the frenzy, the frenzy. And we never got it. And I'm like Keith. We're diehard baseball fans. We want the frenzy because the NBA has it. And I love the NBA. We want the frenzy because the NFL has it. Right. And we love it. We never get it in baseball. And here we are on February 13th, an arbitrary day, right? Spring training for the Yankees, who cares? Spring training for the Mets, who cares? They're just having a catch in Florida. I agree with you. There ain't nothing changing other than our mindset. But yet, as guys are reporting, and we're going to hear from Juan Soto as a Yankee in camp in the next couple of days, and we just heard from Carlos Mendoza today, Met fans and Yankee fans don't even know if their offseason's complete because <laughs> three of the top free agents haven't even signed. Right, and they're desired. <laughs> you know what I mean? And one has a history here, obviously, with Jordan Montgomery. Look, look, the World Series ended. I mean, how many how many months ago? Months ago! <laughs> and in free agency happened not too soon now, after? I want to make something very, very clear before Sean Morash talks. He's not here today, but it has nothing to do with the weather. So for anybody that's going to pick on him and say he's soft. Oh, he's he also a, soft. What? Yeah. I'm defending him he's right now. He's also soft. He is not here because him and his daughter oh. have a Valentine's Day dance tonight. Oh. Okay. So Sean, oh, that's I just, cute. I'm sorry I called you soft. Yeah, Sean. you're not soft, Tubby. No, no, my wife is soft. I could have come <laughs> and, and left early, but there was a big fight in the driveway this morning as I was explaining it wasn't that bad. But that's nonetheless. Here I am uh, to tell you guys, salary cap, guys, salary cap. Baseball needs the salary cap. That's why you get the frenzy in the other sports uh, because there's only a certain amount of money each team point, can Sean. freaking spend. That's a good point. And we've been complaining about the floor and the cap for years in baseball, and you're seeing its most inherent flaw right now by having teams not have to spend to a certain threshold and not have them capped out at a certain threshold, we don't get the frenzy. That's why you get the five-day window in football. Yeah, but, yeah. That's why you get the window. We need it in baseball you, already. You, I, I, yeah, Sean, I 100% agree with you. The reason it won't happen is because owners don't want us to know, or the or the union, or the players, to know how much money they're making. They, yeah. they don't want us to know. No, you're you're so you're both right, and I agree that that's inherently what allows the frenzy to happen in both sports. But I want to have a realistic conversation. And we may have ideas. Some may be creative. Mm-hmm. Some may be nuts. And some may not feel realistic to those yeah. in the audience. I'm telling you right now, the most unrealistic conversation we could have is the idea of baseball having a salary Well, cap. nobody wants it. Because it's never going to happen. And nobody wants well, it. Well, the, the players would want it. No no chance the players would want it. The, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I apologize. Right. The owners of small market teams would want it. Yes. I apologize for yes. speaking well, backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold yeah. on. The players would want it as long as it's also associated with a floor. Not true. Not true. Because the pl- the the mm. the players are afraid of a floor leading to a top. That's the issue. Like, they'd love a floor in theory if they knew it wasn't going to lead to a top. A salary cap is never going to happen in baseball. Would it be better for the game? Sure. Would it be better even for all teams involved? It's never going to happen. So what you've got to do is artificially make the offseason matter. 
and it's something the NFL and the NBA don't have to worry about? Because you're right, Sean. Like, I agree with your overall point. The cap is why it works that way. But like I say with government, I don't want government to force me to do something. I want government to encourage me to yeah. do something. Incentivize me to do something. Incentivize me to build a stadium here or to build my my processing plan or whatever the heck it is. Incentivize me to Bingo. do it here. And then you will. And it, they will. It's obvious. And Major League Baseball doesn't have those same guardrails is the wrong word, but you don't, you get what I'm getting at. There's There's nothing that's driving you towards – cooperation when it comes to free agency in Major League Baseball. It's just, it's a free-for-all. And sometimes that works great for players. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it works great for owners. Sometimes it doesn't. It's just, there's no predictability in it. And most importantly, there's no urgency in it. And it's why we're sitting here two and a half months later, still waiting for four of the top ten players, free agents in baseball, to sign somewhere. How do you fix it? I have my idea. We'll hear Tiki's idea. We'll hear from you at 877-337-6666. Not only that, there's also a small positive to it. If you're a Yankee fan getting ready for spring training beginning tomorrow, you may not be done. So who do you want? Met fans. I know who you want. You need a stick. Any stick. We'll talk about that as well. 877-337-6666. And we have to have a very uncomfortable conversation about why Nick fans are dead wrong in blaming the officials for last night's loss. Mm. The other aspect that's frustrating of the broken MLB offseason in which four of the top ten free agents coming into the offseason are still available on February 13th is that the majority, not everybody, but the majority of Met fans and the majority of Yankee fans still feel there's one more move to be made. And so having some of these players sitting there like this really, really tasty dessert that smells so good and you are so hungry because you're not really fulfilled by dinner. Mm-hmm. Like, dinner was okay. If you're a Yankee fan, dinner was pretty good. Like, eating Juan Soto, not bad. Yeah. Little Marcus Stroman on the side. A little dessert. Little Alex Verdugo. I like it. It's not bad. Aperitif. But, boy, <laughs> that smell of that other pitcher, man. Oh, <laughs> that completes your meal. For Met fans, our meal's kind of been uh, very average, very cardboardy. You know, we know that it's not going to cause long-term damage to our stomach, so yeah. that's good because they're all short-term kind of things. But you feel unfulfilled by your meal, but boy, that J.D. Martinez dessert. He's just feeling you out, that's all. You got a new chef in the kitchen. <laughs> you, so he's just he's like, I don't know what these guys really like. So I'm just going to give a little little morsel here, a little something there, give some leftovers. <laughs> no, our Same chef, old, same old. Maybe sh- I want to remake this big peat pie I got in here. Maybe, don't, don't maybe, bring him up. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe I'll just throw that one away. Who knows? Uh, throw it away. <laughs> no, I think our chef, the Met chef, just wants to make sure we don't have indigestion in a couple of weeks and months. So he's like, I'm giving you meals that, you know, the short term, they're not going to cause any long term problems. That's what I think they're thinking. But that does make it tougher because Blake Snell, I'll start with him. He is the reigning and defending National League Cy Young Award winner. There are Yankee fans that view Blake Snell, and I totally get why, and say, that's the piece. Yeah. We've had a good offseason. This makes it a great offseason. So not only are you frustrated by the way this offseason hasn't moved and how broken this system is, but I think if you're a Yankee and Met fan, you see some of those pieces that are sitting there and you're like, yeah. Mm. Mm. Are you really? Blake Snell, I look, I love I love the fact that he's got a second Cy Young, Blake Snell. But there's, there's so many inconsistencies. There's something that I just feel is not trustworthy about him. I agree with you, but you know what's also not trustworthy? What's that? The Yankee rotation. True. True, but it's better to have what you have 
instead of bringing in something that you expect, because we did this last year, that you expect to be a game changer, and it ends up disappointing you. Right, Carlos Rodon is the perfect example. Now he looks fit, cut his mustache off, looks like a different person, still got the same energy. All he's got to do is be healthy, and you know it'll feel right again. But the last thing that I think Yankee fans want is another big signing with a little question mark there that turns into a massive question mark. Well, I don't think any of the available guys are sure things, but I think that the biggest concern the Yankees have going into spring training and the start of this season is their rotation. Is the rotation after Garrett Cole? Stroman had a terrible mm-hmm. second half. Nestor Cortez had a lost season. Carlos Radon was a disaster. Clark Schmidt's still a young back of the rotation right. arm. So it's not that Blake Snell's perfect. It's not that Jordan Montgomery's perfect. But not for $150 million. I get that. No, I'll, that that's what we've been waiting on for the last four months. Over however many years it is. And for the Mets, yeah. it's that one last bat. Hmm. But as of right now, we have had an offseason that's lasted, let's see, November, December, January, about four months, and we still haven't had the full frenzy. So how the hell do we fix it? Jack is in Wilton, Connecticut. What's up, Jack? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, man? Yo. Yo, you know, totally with you on everything you guys are saying. I'm, like, vibing along, driving the car. Like, yeah, this guy's got it down. And then we talked about that the owners would support the Evan plan (laughs) to have the tax-free window. <laughs> have you been paying attention to anything that the owners have done over the last 15 years? They would not support minor league, I, I agree. They would minor league teams. Yeah. You know, uh, they're proposing a salary cap for the front offices, man. Yeah. I mean, like they, they want the luxury tax more than they want anything else. They will not have any sort of window. Your plan can't work as much as I want it to my man. But well, here's the thing that, tax-free window is only of the guys you're signing in that window. Everyone else on your team, you you still have a pretty high payroll. Right. Like, how many guys would a big market team truly be able to add in that short period of time, not name the L.A. Dodgers? So I don't think it has the negative impact you're envisioning. And here's the other thing. you got to give something to get something. Because if you turn this into the TV event it can be, you can make money in other ways if you're Major League Baseball. Mm. They have not cashed in on what could be a great television event, which is turning the offseason into must-watch TV, and they haven't been able to do it. Yeah, no, it just becomes – it trickles out. I think the other other way, you know, to add on to what you're talking about is to make it later. Right? The thing about the NFL, Super Bowl happens. We get all excited about the Super Bowl. We talk about it for a couple of days. Some places will talk about it for a week. But then free agency is a month later. Mm. It, it's month and a half, a month plus later. Whereas in baseball, it's like immediate. It's right away. Yeah. And, it, and it's, because it's immediate, you're still kind of post-morteming your season trying to figure out, are there changes in our front office? You know, What's our farm system look like? Let's, let's, let's get our ducks in a row before we actually start making free agent moves. And I think a lot of these teams aren't ready to pull the trigger on somebody. So when do you want to start it? February 1st? No, 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 not even close. Start it, start it after Christmas. Seriously. But it's, not, it's still going to solve the issue. Like but it's still going to have but agents and players it'll, waiting. It'll, I think the ultimate you know, strength of your suggestion is that it compresses the time that you can sign these top-end free agents. Right. right? It's, it's a window that it's tax-free. But I think just compressing the entire time, instead of having four months to figure this out, make it like two months. Mm. Right, so that there is an urgency. Without urgency, there isn't really a a reason to do anything. And I think that's where we're falling into in Major League Baseball. There's no, there's no. I have to have this guy because someone else is going to get him. 
And half the time, they're like, do we really need this guy? Well, and also the urgency of fixing this thing. What, what I worry about is that Major League Baseball and the Players Association wouldn't even agree with step one. And the first thing I said, step one of this, is identifying that there's a problem. Yeah. Identifying that this hurts our sport. And it does. It hurts the sport. Baseball, like, think about where we live and who we are in this city. It's New York City. We are the capital of baseball. We care more about that sport than any other city. And yet, this offseason... In this town, in a town where the Yankees got Juan Soto, in a town where we've bitched about the Mets not signing this guy or that guy, the baseball discussion has been minimal. Yeah. And you want to know why? Because Major League Baseball has a broken offseason. It ain't our fault. It's their fault. And if they're losing discussions in New York City, which is the capital of baseball, then Rob Manfred has to realize, and so do the Players Association, because the owner's problem is the player's problem. The sport's problem is the player's problem. Mm-hmm. I think you knew that as an NFL player. The Shield's problem was your problem. No doubt. Is realizing, okay, this isn't good. How do we fix it? And sometimes to fix things, ask those clown Democrat and Republicans when they have to come together and actually do a bipartisan bill. You know what every bipartisan bill has in common? You got to give up something, mm-hmm. and it makes you uncomfortable. You don't like it. Well, guess what? How else are you going to fix it? There's no other way. Let's go to Chris in Brooklyn. How are you, Chris? How's it going, guys? How's it going, TT? What's up, Chris? Evan? Yeah, I, uh, I am a huge baseball fan, and it's like this offseason, like a lot of offseasons, has been boring and just stupid. Even as a Yankee fan, I just want to see guys sign somewhere. Right. And I've got my Cinco de Fievo on how to fix MLB free. Oh, well, hold on a second. We've got a Cinco de Criso at 237. Let's kick Number it off. Number five. First off, I am going to do that uh, TV special. I want a TV special after the season ranking the top 50 free agents. Mm, all right. A little TV special. That's Number 50 four. Might, 50 might be a little steep, but okay. Okay. Good start. <laughs> being on that list is, number, uh, is part of being number four. The guys on the top 50 free agents are guaranteed the average salary in baseball, so about $5 million a year minimum salary. And it, they have to sign by January 15th, or they're locked out till June. Whoa, till no, June? No, uh. no, more, no, more, no more sitting around with Scott Boris waiting <laughs> for a deal. you got to sign. Wow. Was that number four and number three, or was four. that just that was number four? four. Okay. Number three. Number three, MLB teams have to submit a roster by January 15th, a preliminary roster. So the teams know who's out there, who's getting locked out, who's signed. Jeez. Well, at January 15th, who cares about the NFL playoffs? I know. <laughs> we'll be locked in on Number there. two. Number two, no, no salary floor, but there will be a number that is that acts as a floor. And teams that want to sit there, and don't spend money and don't invest in their fans and their product, you're not getting your luxury tax allotment. Oh, that so money. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's going to penalize you if you don't spend like the A's and the Pirates. If you want to sit there and be under that floor, don't expect money from the Yankees and Mets the following year. Yeah, interesting. We ain't feeding you poor teams All anymore. Right. Now number, number one. one. Number one, I'm going to turn the MLB winter meetings into the MLB convention, a two-week event. You could do it right before Christmas. You could do it after New Year's. But I want to turn it into a two-week event. Basically, I'm locking everybody in the building. Everybody freaking signs. 
And then, you know what? At the end of it, we're going to have a celebration and do the Hall of Fame announcement at the convention. Yeah. Uh, you know what you've just done, Chris? You've successfully eliminated the football season. Right, I no right, longer right, care right. about Week 17 anymore. <laughs> I'm done. The Jets are out of it anyway, Tiki. Right. Who cares? I mean... There were some there were some issues timing wise because of football, but you can shift those a little bit. Guys, he he just missed a little bit. The last nugget he missed there. What's that? It's got to be the bye week going in the Super Bowl. That's that week of the convention. Oh. You instead of January, yeah, you don't 15th, need it. You don't need it for two weeks. Do it for no. a week, and that week between the Super Bowl and the and the championship game. Make that Thursday going into the bye week. That is the date, the drop-dead date. Everybody's got to be signed or locked out till June. And then- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Friday could be the Hall of Fame day with that big celebration. And I think he's got something. Chris is better than Manfred. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That doesn't take much there, Sean. I mean, a lot of people are better than Manfred. I like the thinking, though, and I like your thought of you have to realize who you are as a sport. And I thought the NBA sort of did this with the trade deadline. The trade deadline was set up perfectly. It was Mm -hmm. set up during Super Bowl week when everybody's kind of sick and tired of the same crap being talked about, and you were able to own a day and own a couple of days. And if you're Major League Baseball, you have to take advantage of that. They don't own anything. That's the problem with baseball. They don't own anything. Not in the offseason. Not during the season, too. Like, literally, yeah, well, do they own the World Series? No. They don't own no, that. No, it's true. It's you know what they I own? Didn't think, I, I, didn't think, I didn't even think about it. There's one day they own. I'll give it to them. Opening day. Opening day is like a national holiday. Baseball's back. The uh, weather's warm. People skip school. People skip work. Uh, I all, think they have all, that day. The All-Star game, too, right? Nah, no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, yeah, not the game. Maybe the Home Run Derby. He used to have some pop for younger kids, but... 
Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't watch the All Star game. This exactly. Year. So you can't tell me it's that. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's go to Andrew in Queens. How are you, Andrew? Fellas, how we doing? What's Good. up, Andrew? So I'm a big soccer guy, and I love when they have the two, you know, signing windows. They have the winter window. They yep. have the summer window. Yep. Um, and so my thinking with baseball, number one, it, it it's broken, yes, but I think the fact when you look at the guys that are still available, Scott Boris is holding a lot of these guys hostage yeah. from yes. signing. No doubt. But, but with that said, though, my solution, it's pretty simple. And, you know, the Cinco de Five list, uh, uh, there were some aggressive ideas there. But <laughs> very, mine is, very. Mine, mine, I think, is, is the most doable. And I think, I think it's both sides, the owners and players would agree to it. So I think you set a certain date. So let's say February 1st. You have from the end, the, the last out of the World Series until February 1st, where teams can sign any player for any kind of deal that they want. Um, you know, a player can sign for, for any kind of deal. Um, and there is no qualifying offer, no draft pick, no compensation attached to that signing. Now, after that February 1st date, from February 1st until the entire season, because, again, you can't just lock out players. That's never going to happen right. in baseball. Let's be realistic. So from that February 1st date on for the rest of the season, now – a player can only sign a three-year max deal, and there is uh, a there is qualifying draft pick compensation attached to them. That's the key. So, I like yeah. that idea, by the way, because part of the reason why, like, no one's talked about this, but I'll bring it up real quick, why the Mets would have no interest in Blake Snell is I don't want to give up the qualifier. Yeah. I don't want to have to give up right, that draft pick. If there's a period of time where you don't have to give up that draft pick, that does change philosophy. Yeah. What else, and, Andrew? And, and that's the thing, where essentially, because people have to see this from both sides here. The players have to get something, the owners have to get something. You can't lock out both sides, or else a deal will never happen. The players signed this deal when, you know, they went through this whole crap, you know, a few years ago, where they had problems with the ownership, they had problems with Major League Baseball, and, and that they didn't want to do stuff for them and vice versa. Yeah. So I feel like this this plan right here is the easiest, most direct route that you can get both sides to agree to, yeah. and at that point, you have a deadline in the middle of you know the off season that people can get excited All about. Right. You watching Champions League today, Andrew? I am. I am. Unfortunately, my uh, Tottenham Hotspurs aren't playing this year, but I'm feeling pretty good about next year. Yeah, I hear you, brother. Look at that nice little soccer discussion. Yeah, we got to get a little there. something in there. What would I know it, you don't know what the hell we're talking about, no, but it's you, all good. You were talking about guys kicking balls around. I get it. <laughs> I understand what's going on. What does a deadline do? Like seriously, because I does it creates it, urgency. No, it, no, but it, it's not negative for either side. No, right? I don't think it is either. Because even if you're a player and you're like, "Oh man, I have to sign by March 5th," well, eventually you would think if there's a market for you, a team's going to say, "Well, well I got to pay you. Right. I want you and want it, our team." And it makes the the I think the player now take more control over this process than it, than it exists right now. It's it's Blake Snell going to Scott Bohr saying, "Dude." Get this deal done. Right. Get it done. Otherwise, I'm going to be locked into a, a much shorter deal, which which puts me more at risk, especially if I'm 31 and had injury issues, right, like Blake Snell has had. So I, I there's so many ways to, finish, to fix this. The question is the conversation is never going to be had. Right? The, the parties that, that exist in this, the agent and the player and the owner, they're fine just kind of letting it just seep around. The only way, only reason to do this would be for the fans, right? To make it more of a spectator sport in the offseason. And what does that turn but into? But I don't think they care about that. Yeah, but they, they should. What does that turn into, Tiki? Doesn't that turn into something you can make money off of? Yes, but, so? but, but the, how many baseball players are socially relevant? Very few. Very, I mean, even the stars. 
don't t- tweet. They don't Instagram. They don't do any of this stuff. Right. Or if they do, we don't pay attention. Yes. I mean, maybe Yamamoto will change that a little bit. Who's that? I don't care. He's an attention whore, as you right. pointed out a couple months ago. F that guy. Right. But my point is, like, I don't know if they care. So, so all these points and all these suggestions are great, but I don't think the motivation no, is no. there. But that goes back to point one, which is that the players and the league – has to realize that there's money to be made. Mm. Like, when that dude called up and had his list of things, one of the best that Chris, one of the best things on his list is turning this into an event. Turning this into, like, the NFL, and I know the NFL is king. We'll get into how many people watched that Super Bowl the other day. It's obscene. But the NFL's the king of making things that are so irrelevant, relevant. Mm -hmm. They take the combine which is a bunch of guys in their underwear. Right. And they make it an event. Doing stuff that doesn't, I mean, it translates in their minds, but it's not really what makes you a good football player. Right. But Being they able make to run it, a 40 or a shuttle drill. They make it press. an event. They make the schedule release an event. Baseball, on the other hand, releases their schedule in like the late August of the previous baseball season. <laughs> they are so clueless when it comes to things like that. Yeah. So it's realizing, hey, there's money to be made, because I know the way the world works. It's all about money. There's money to be made. Here's how you take advantage of it. Yeah. Here's how you realize, wow, we could make our sport, which is still a great sport, which is still a sport people care about, even if less people care about it today than they did 25 years ago. Here's what we do to make it matter. Look, deadlines are the only things that get things done. That is the truth. So if you had a a deal in place that said, hey, everybody's got to sign by February 10th or November 10th or January 10th, whatever that date is, and if you don't sign, you can't play till May 1st, whatever the crazy rule is, I don't think that brings prices down. No. Because teams want Blake Snell. Like, keep that in mind. Like, I'll make you this prediction. Blake Snell's going to get a massive contract. It's not as if Blake Snell's going to have to go hat in hand and settle for some kind of short-term deal. That's not happening. It didn't happen with Manny Machado when he signed in the middle of February. It didn't happen when Bryce Harper signed on the first day of March. Like, guys end up getting paid. What Scott is doing will ultimately work. So what would a deadline do to bring that price down? I don't think it would do it anything negatively to bring the price down. I don't think it would bring it down. It would just make it more likely to get done. Exactly. And that's what we all it's want. It's also about marketing, too. Like, Mike Trout's been the best player of our generation. Nobody would recognize him if he walked down the street. The NFL is 12 months out of the year, like you said, Ev, because they make things important. Well, that's the Mets are in London this year. Does anybody know? Does anybody care? I mean, other than but you we're doing the reads, I wouldn't know about it. I swear to you, I would not know about it. <laughs> the Eagles don't even have an opponent for that game on the Friday opening right. weekend, but we're all trying to figure out who they're going to play. The football wasn't always like this, but they created this 12-month. Baseball needs to get their act together and make this a 12-month out-of-the-year sport where we care about stuff. And that's the way it, starts, by making this offseason matter. Because right now, spring training's about to start, and I'm not even kidding you. If you rank the free agents at the beginning of this offseason, four of the top ten free agents are still available. Half of the top free agents are still out there. All Scott Boris clients, by the way. Uh, Yes, yes, unfortunately. (laughs) Let's go to Rich in Staten Island. Hey, Rich. What's up, Rich? Guys, how are you? Good. How are you going? Good. So I have a few things to change about the MLB offseason. Uh, just bear with me while I go through my uh, long legal paper list here. <laughs> so first of all, I get rid of the draft pick compensation. Evan had to get a previous caller call about that. Yeah. Totally agree with that because I think it, these picks really mean a lot to teams like Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, those who don't spend money. Yep. So I think those picks really matter. I get rid of them. Two, I would change the date. I'd actually flip it around. I'd make arbitration and the tendering contracts period um, probably two weeks beginning at the end of November 
after the World Series, right? No one cares about it in February. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would change that. And then I also, the luxury tax, you know, the money, this is really radical, but I think it would at least, at least start a conversation. Instead of giving it to the teams that wait for it every single offseason, such as Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Oakland, so on and so forth, I'd make it like a little bit of a pool for players that signed earlier. So what I mean by that is... So what, they get more sign, money? They get more money if they sign earlier? Yeah. Yeah, so maybe like a $2 million bonus if you sign maybe the first day of free agency or something See? like that. That's uh, what, by, by the way, Rich, yeah. I'm glad you put that legal paper to use because that's mm. the only thing that's that moves money. Yeah. You get more money the earlier you sign, which was part of my idea, though executed differently, which is, hey, I got to incentivize it. Yeah. So if it's tax-free for owners... A, that encourages the big market teams, and then B, encourages the players because they have a better chance of getting more money because of the tax freeness to it. So more money is the thing that moves this. Oh, of course. No matter what, everything in sports is, is based on money. It's all money. That's it. Whether savings or more to be earned, period. Now, you said something earlier about, well, the Yankees are fine. The Yankees don't need to add a starting pitcher. No, 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 they do. But you don't they want Blake do. Snell. I don't want Blake Snell. So then who do you I, want? I, I don't want – I'd rather have Jordan Montgomery back. I, no, I'd agree because I think, right. A, the contract I, would be more reasonable and he's already proven he could pitch I here. The Yankees, I would take either guy they, from the Yankees. The Yankees have too many question marks right now. With the, Other than Garrett Cole, every other – in these other starters have a question mark, even if it's not a big one. I agree. And that's worrisome. The last thing you want to do is put another question mark. Well, but that question even, mark even – if it's, Even if it's – Nothing. In, in fairness, as much as I have been nervous about Blake's now, that question mark won the Cy Young last year. He did, but he also led the league in walks. I get that. I understand that. <laughs> he also and has I, control issues. I get that. He also said two healthy seasons in the last, like, five. Okay. So what are we talking about No, now? no, we're talking about a risky signing. I yes. get that. And he's 31 years old, and he wants $150 million over, whatever, six years. And I, I, are, the, are the Yankees going to do that with no. another Scott Boris client? Waiting to get broke off, dude. I'll be honest with you. Off this season and Juan Soto, I don't think the Yankees are going to do anything else. I think they're done. Hmm. But I think that most Yankee fans going into spring training, if you ask them, Sean, I'll ask you, what's your biggest concern about the Yankees in 2024? Their bullpen, really, more than Hmm. the rotation. It is. Look, here's the thing. I agree with everything Tiki said. There's a question mark on every single pitcher, except for Cole. Except for Cole, I've done a deep enough dive on every other contending team in the American League, and I really don't think that they have a worse rotation than anybody else going that they'll contend with in the American League. Everybody's got The Astros have a better rotation. The Astros have a better You know, not miles away, though, Ev. Framber Valdez, Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. Again, I'm looking at Verlander's age. I'm not saying they have a bad rotation. I don't think it is light years better than the Yankees. That being said, the Yankee rotation's a problem. I also disagree slightly that I think that Blake Snell's only going to get six years just for holding out this long. I would take Blake Snell on a deal I think he's eventually going to get, which is more like a three-year deal, which I think is going to happen for him. I, I'd be stunned about that. And the reason Dude, I, I, that's not what usually happens in I this know, market. I know, but but everybody you compared it to, right? Bryce Har- uh, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. We all know those guys were mega stars, and it was different holding right. out this long. This should make every baseball fan feel better because I don't think there's a baseball fan of any team around who wanted to give Blake Snell six, seven okay, years. Okay, well, by, by the way, great. I've got major concerns about Blake Snell, mm-hmm. too, so I'm not even arguing with Tiki when you bring up his control and you bring up how erratic he's been. He's never thrown more than 165 innings or whatever it is. Yep. I'm with you on that. If Sean's right, that he has to settle for a three-year deal from the Yankees, then it makes sense to pounce. Yeah. Because then overall, what's your real risk? There isn't. There's not a long-term risk. I mean, I, again, I just think it's spiral on there. If he but, got, would have got a six-year deal, 
I think that team would have lined up already, barring an injury in spring training to somebody big. Yeah. I mean, the only reason it's, it's still sitting there, I think, is because of Scott Boris. More, yeah, of course. more of your calls coming up. Plus, Nick fans, there has been a an anger, a very, very big anger, and I get it, at the officials last night. And while they weren't perfect, there was something else that costs you the game that needs to be addressed. We get to it coming up. Toll-free number is 877-337-6666. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.